Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Pension plan. You can accumulate 700,000 Ghana cities in 30 years. This investment will guarantee you retirement income that far exceeds your current income. Visit www.axispension.com to sign up or call 0302 543 287 or 0544 321 966 for details. Axis Pension Trust, your reliable partner in pensions. UMB was established in 1972 as the bank for the corporate and private sector in Ghana. From our very beginning, as the only Ghanaian bank serving all categories of businesses, we set a standard for excellence and innovation over the past 45 years. We've built a financially healthy and strong bank, demonstrated our commitment to our customers and to growing businesses, and exhibited originality and innovation at every turn. At UMB, our focus is built around people, service, products, and technology. These are the key to our present success and our future triumphs. At UMB, we are poised to make a difference not only with our customers, but also in the banking industry. We invite you to share in our future. Our future starts now. 
with you. So everyone says I'm a Kosia filler, but it's not like I'm nosy. Oh, go out to find out the latest filler. It's just that I get 50 megabytes of data free after paying for only the first minute of every call. And so I just keep discovering stuff minute after minute. That's how come I was minding my business, scrolling through my timeline, and I found out Coco has a new baby. Hmm. Oh, and lastly, I learned Ken won the lottery. You see, Ken is my brother's friend. So hello. Look who's about to roll with the rich and famous. <laughs> Enjoy even more value with MTN Free After One. You only pay for the first minute of your call on MTN Free After One. And the rest is free. Plus, you enjoy free 50 megabytes worth of data to browse your favorite sites. Compare where? Open there. So dial star 315 to sign up. Good day for you everywhere you go. Terms and conditions apply. Good evening and welcome to Joy 99.7 FM and to Springboard, your virtual university. We thank God for a brand new day and a blessing that is waiting for somebody today. This is your virtual university and Psalm 84 verse 11 says, For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. He gives grace and glory and no good thing will he withhold from them that walk Uprightly, my name is Albert Okran. I'm doing this with the support of the virtual academic board comprising Comfort Matthew, Priscilla, David, Amos, Emmanuel, and Jojo. Tonight, on behalf of the virtual academic board, I welcome you to the matriculation of a night that will prepare you for a week of leadership, advancement, progress, talent development and relationships on every side. Springboard is brought to you by Legacy and Legacy and your superstition Joy 99.7 FM. The broadcast is made possible by the kind courtesy of MTN, MTN Pulse, Just B, the Enterprise Group, Enterprise Your Advantage, UMB Bank, UMB Speed Up, Digi Bank, Let's Go, and the Access Pension Trust, your reliable partner in pensions. A big thank you to the graphic business, our print media partner in this endeavor. And to you out there joining us on Joy 99.7 FM. It's a beautiful evening and it's a time to get ready for advancement in critical areas of your life. Let me see a special dedication to Reverend Azigiza Jr. celebrating 50 years today. This is your day and we thank God for your life. Also to Madame Esther Flora Wintum. This is your birthday, my comfort's mother, of course, ma'am. Our mother, so that's your yours as well. Today is your, your your special day, your birthday. So Reverend Azigiza celebrating fifty years today, and then Madame Esther Flora Wintum also celebrating your day. Today we are looking at the impact of COVID nineteen on artisans, and we have a very interesting lineup for you today. Have you heard coffin makers in this? interesting period telling you about how surprisingly their business is not doing too well in this season we'll find out from painters we'll find out from metal fabricators chefs we'll find out from electricians we'll find out from welders we'll find out from carpenters interior decorators and very importantly the coffin maker tonight you're finding out how artisans are coping with COVID-19 a development that has shaken our world in a way that is unprecedented, described as the biggest disruption to life since the Great Depression. And in a whole century, nothing can be seen or pointed to that has affected human life so much and economic life so much. Let's find out how a particular category of people are responding 
to COVID-19. So we'll bring you first our thoughts from the core program on doing business with your talent. And you'll find it helpful if you are doing business and wondering how to balance your needs, especially in this COVID-19 era with all the different demands that are coming with it. How do you reposition your business to ensure that you stay relevant in this era? We'll bring you some thoughts from the core program presentation on doing business with your talent. And then we'll bring you some some voices from various artisans and how they are coping with COVID-19. And the second part of this program will bring you the thoughts of Constance Swaniger, very, very big friend of us here at Springboard. She'll be telling us how artisans can reposition their businesses and how they can use technology and an understanding of the environment to be able to respond positively to what is going on. So let's go over to the episode two of our core program and listen to Doing Business with Your Talent. When we come back, let's talk to Constance Swanica and hear from the artisans telling us in their own ways, some of them in vernacular, how they are coping with COVID-19. Please enjoy. Show Foundation in partnership with the Mastercard Foundation and Solidaridad present Call the COVID-19 Recovery and Resilience Program. Hello and welcome to the COVID-19 Recovery and Resilience Program, also known as the Core Program. My name is Albert Okran. Core is an initiative of the Springboard Roadshow Foundation in partnership with the Mastercard Foundation and Solidaridad. The core initiative is aimed at equipping the youth who form the core of the Ghanaian society in areas such as health and wellness, job readiness, and business skills to thrive first now and in a post-COVID-19 pandemic era. Core is all about learning together and growing together. This will be a very interactive session, so I recommend that you download the workbook for this particular topic that is doing business with your talent from the core program website core.com.gh if you are signed up because you are a national service person in any part of the country or a product of the Yedia program and muscle program you will have received this in your whatsapp group to enable you participate in this very interactive discussion should you have any questions comments or inquiries you want to send them to us on the core program WhatsApp line, that is 055-153-5533. Or you may want to post them in the comment section on your Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram page on the core program. We would like to remind you that we have clinical psychologists, experts, and counselors on standby to provide answers to your questions and assist you as you embark on this journey. In today's discussion, we'll focus on doing business with your talents. Now, many of you reached out and said, you have a talent, but you have more than one. You are multi-talented or there are a number of things you can do. So, which of them should you start? Let me give you four things that can help you determine which one to go into first or which one is your main talent. The first one is passion. What are you very passionate about? What do you talk about and feel that this is my life, this is my assignment, this is my purpose, this is what I was born to do? That is the first test of your main talent. The second one is intuition. Something you didn't learn in school, but you are able to talk about and do correctly without any formal 
training. The third one is execution. When you get things done correctly and rightly and excellently all the time, that is an idea about what your talent is. And the final one is appreciation. If anytime you sew, anytime you recite poetry, anytime you arrange flowers, people say, wow, my wedding was excellent because the flowers were so beautiful. That is an indication of your main talent. And so those can be used to help you determine which one you want to go with. Recently, I visited a friend who holds a PhD in finance and who works part-time as a pastry chef in her home. And I recall that when she started doing her business as a pastry chef, she was working in a multinational bank at the executive level. So imagine a very senior manager bringing a basket to the office and selling pastries to her colleagues including the junior staff. But she was very excited about it and very proud of her talent and her work. And she said something that was very interesting to me, that every working day, before the bank opened, she would have saved enough to cover somebody's full day salary before she started work. That was very interesting. Somebody who did not bother about the fact that she was a very senior corporate executive, but was very happy to use her talent to earn some income and to occupy herself and also exercise her gifts that she believed God had given her. If you want to do business with your talent, here are a few tips, a few questions you can ask that would enable you to do it well. So take out your pen as usual, your notebook as usual, and write down these 10 questions. And let's work through them one by one. Question one, what is my talent? When you write out the questions and you would like some help going through them, you can reach out to us and we'll be happy to assist you to understand what you are doing and to work through all the way to the end. So question one, what is my talent? Let me use my friend as a case study and say, my friend's talent is cooking and baking. Question two, what can I do with my talent? And my friend will probably write baking pastries. You may want to write driving a forklift or maybe interior decoration. Depending on what you are good at, you would write what you can do with your talent. The third question, who are my target customers? So for what you do, who are you trying to serve? And in my friend's case, it will be staff of offices, banks, hospitals, and other workplaces. So it's very simple. What is your talent? What can you do with it? And who are you trying to serve? Let's go to the fourth question. What are my customer expectations pre-COVID? And so you may want to write things like punctuality, quality of the food, competitive prices, and convenient delivery. After all, these are busy people in their offices who want the food delivered and for them to go quickly back to their work and continue from where they left off. So these will be the four things that they'll be looking for. Since COVID-19 has disrupted our world and things are looking different from how they were before, what will be my customers' concerns in and post-COVID-19? And then suddenly, new interests will emerge, such as health and safety, avoidance of infection, how clean things are, health and wellness, etc. Now, the sixth question, how do I respond uniquely to my customers' COVID-19 related concerns. Your customers are concerned about health and safety, wellness, 
avoidance of infection. How do you respond? My recommendation in my friend's case will be number one, hygienic packaging. So suddenly, you want to pay more attention to how hygienic the packaging is. The second thing you want to do is the cleanliness of the staff who are delivering the food. Nice, white outfits. And you, you can show that they are very well apparelled and they are clean. And it communicates confidence to the customer that they are safe. The third thing you want to look at is possibly delivering the food hot because that gives the impression that it came straight out of a warmer and it is safe. The fourth is possibly social distance in the delivery protocol. So the person can deliver but maintain some distance and ensure that the person receiving the service is safe. Why are these important? Because if you don't respond to the client's or the customer's concerns, they may want your food, but they will avoid you and you lose business. The seventh point you want to ask yourself is, who are my competitors and what are they offering? If you are into food like my friend serving breakfast, her competitors will be the roadside bicycle breakfast people or hotels and restaurants or others who also deliver food to the offices. My friend must now focus on how do these people render their service and how can I make mine unique, different, special, and respond to the concerns of my clients. And that is very, very important. Let's go to the point number eight. Who do I need as I go into this business? And the answer could be an apprentice or assistant because I'm working elsewhere. Suppliers of raw materials, the packaging, the food, the vegetables, the meat, etc. Then I need reliable dispatch service to deliver the food to the locations. And then maybe I need a financial or banking partner to finance the business. The ninth question is one of the most important questions we are trying to answer. And that is, what should be our attitude to work? I can tell you that many businesses rise and fall on attitude. So someone may have a a fantastic talent, but a very challenging attitude. That means the person may never smile at their customers, may not treat people too well, may not keep their promise, and as a result, they may lose business that could literally help them grow their business or opportunities that could help them grow their business. Here are three simple recommendations on attitude. Number one, don't despise small beginnings. What you see as a small beginning, something that is not very glamorous, could literally grow to become your full-time profession. I recall somebody sharing a testimony with me about hearing the story that I'm sharing with you about my friend who's the banker and the chef and going on to take a redundancy package and leaving her job in a financial institution to go and do full-time catering. And at the time she was talking to me, she was telling me this is now her full-time job and she was earning enough to look after her family and call this a professional engagement. And I felt very excited for her. But moving on beyond small beginnings, also improve every day. What you do yesterday can't be the same as what you do today. Today must be an improvement upon yesterday and tomorrow must be an improvement on today. And the third one, invest time, invest money, invest effort every day. Read on your talent, rehearse every day, determine to get better and better and better every single day. And that is actually must 
have to the work that we do. My tenth and final point is about how to treat your customers. If you want to be world class, your customers are the key to the growth of your business. So treat every customer with respect. Invest in letting your customer know that you appreciate their business. And treat every single opportunity as a World Cup final. Somebody says, work as if this is the last chance that you will get. And when you do that and treat your customers with respect and treat every opportunity as if that is the very last one you will get, everyone will speak well about you. There will be references about the quality of your work and you will get many more new clients and grow your business as a result. Let me end with a story about how to treat our customers and I'm sure you will find it very instructive. So this old man walks into a restaurant and tries to place an order and all the waiters and waitresses escape from him because he doesn't look rich and he doesn't look like somebody who can tip them. But this waitress called Sandra, who has a culture of service and a culture of hard work, goes over to the old man, takes care of him and the old man takes his time, asks several questions in placing the order and at a point, you, you could see that Sandra was stretched in serving him but she stayed the course and took very good care of him and when the old man was leaving, he sounded very appreciative but after he left, something interesting happened. In cleaning the table, Sandra discovered that the man had left his invoice on the table. So she picked up the invoice and then suddenly 500 Ghana CDs fell out of the invoice. Of course, she was pleasantly surprised that this old man who didn't look like he was rich could actually even have 500 Ghana CDs. Being the honest waitress she was, she intended to run after him and give him back his money. But incidentally, she turned the invoice and there was a note behind the invoice. It said, Dear Sandra, your manager told me you were good, but I came to check you out for myself. As you can see from my name at the bottom of this note, I own this restaurant and several others with the same name. Now, after seeing your work, I am convinced that you are even better than what your manager told me. I am therefore offering you a new position as the manager of the big new branch we are opening in the mall. Now, here were Sandra's friends who were laughing at her in the corner, suddenly surprised that Sandra, by one act of customer service, was being promoted to become the manager of a bigger branch in the mall. What is the lesson? Serve people well, treat your customers well, and your business will grow. We've shared 10 simple questions you can answer as you try to use your talent to create a business. If you have any questions, send them to us on the WhatsApp line or write them out and send them to us through the comment session in your social media stream core program or through direct messaging. We'd like to encourage you to keep interacting with us and engaging with our experts by sending your request for assistance and we'll be very happy to assist you. This has been a core program presentation brought to you by the Springboard Roadshow Foundation in partnership with the Mastercard Foundation and Solidaridad. So we come your way with the next episode. Want to say thank you and God bless you. So those are the thoughts on doing business with your talent. And if you stay on this network, you'll be finding out some very, very interesting things that can help tide you over in this extremely interesting era that we call the COVID-19 pandemic and, 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 and the offshoots of it. So this week on the core program, look out for a presentation on doing business the new normal way. Doing business the new normal way. We'll share with you how to manage change, how to respond to the things that hit your business and, and, and leave you as 
asking, how do I make it? These thoughts that we'll be sharing this week on doing business the new normal way will equip you with the tools to be able to thrive even in the era of this pandemic. And you will find that presentation on the core.com.gh website tomorrow along with the workbook. We'd like to announce once again that Ketsi of our partners, MTN, the core.com.gh website is zero rated. And that means that you can actually download everything there with no data for free. And that is the partnership that we have with MTN on the core program and MTN is of course our big sponsor right here on the virtual university as well. So go to core.com.gh and you will find the videos of the presentations as well as a workbook to enable you prepare yourself to thrive in this era. Big thank you to the multimedia group also for the support and the broadcast will be on Joy News as well as on Hits FM on Friday. And that is it about the core program. I'm going to bring you some thoughts from different artisans telling about how they are responding to COVID-19. And when I finish, we'll go for a break and when we come back, Constance Swanica will share with us some thoughts you will find very interesting about how to bounce back in this very disruptive era. Please don't go away. My name is Ruth Ibodi Medusia. I'm a metal fabricator from Cancer Road with Akrade. Work is slow down that things are very bad uh, due to the core program, I've been able to uh, do some uh, media research and know more about um, how to turn things around uh, for work being slow and that stuff. The way you can come up with your own uh, talent or something different that you can use it to survive to the time. Uh, the pandemic leave. So I've learned so many things and I'm grateful to uh, the Springboard and the MasterCard Foundation for their support and uh, thoughtfulness. A few days before the COVID, I had an order. I had no idea that uh, there was something coming like COVID to Ghana. So all my clients have to cancel their orders it wasn't easy though, but I have to accept it because the cancellation made me have a lot of like two staffs around that. I wouldn't use it for anything. Money have to be given back. And it's, it's, it was hard to swallow. After the COVID, the plan I made was instead of taking big orders or something, I'll just call my client if you want me to come and cook for you or I cook and you come for it. The feedback I got from my clients were that because of their family, they will not take the risk to allow a chef to come to their house and cook. My name is Edibia Isi, co-owner of Native Bar Restaurant. Um, at Native Bar, we have identified a silver lining in the dark cloud of COVID-19 and we are leveraging on it. First of all, as you know, Native Bar is a healthy food solutions restaurant. So we've increased the variety of nutritious Ghanaian meals on our menu to boost the immune system of our customers. That's one. We've developed exciting meal packages to meet the new normal needs of different segments of the market. As you know, 
Now we have those working from home. We have those working in their offices. We have families who don't want to go to the market because of the high risk of, you know, contracting COVID and social distancing issues. Then we have health conscious individuals. So we, we have enhanced our delivery service. Okay, before COVID, we delivery was contributing to 20% of our revenue. Now, it's contributing to about 80% of our revenue because we partnered with Junior Foods, we partnered with Boat and some dispatch riders to give us efficient services, delivery services to our customers. Then finally, um, we are managing our supply chain better now and in a more cost-effective manner because we partnered with a supplier who sources our foodstuffs from in bulk, from, from a farm. Before we used to buy from the local market. Uh, my name is uh, uh, I'm into painting and decoration, building finishes like uh, when you do your house, your building, come and do the painting, plasterwork, POP, that the finishing work of a building. But for some time now, because of this uh, coronavirus sickness, it has really, really affected us. Before the lockdown, we had some jobs we were supposed to do, but because of the lockdown, we couldn't do it. And after the lockdown, you know, most of our clients, we do business outside, and because now they can't travel for their businesses and things, it has really slowed down their, their income and things. So now their project is not moving as it's supposed to move as of as now. Now most of my workers are in the house. They are not doing anything, you know. They call you, you have to find money to do them here and there. Uh, then my wife's side to uh, work to now, you know, no traveling, nothing. Uh, it's not easy, but we are managing. It, it, it has affected everything, you know. Before the COVID-19, we used to go to our kind, we, we used to go to the house to ride the services and the side because of the COVID-19. So each and everyone is afraid of even you going to his or her house to go and provide services for that person. We have always been doing now. Most of the time, too, we used to do delivery and those stuff, and because of the COVID-19, they wouldn't allow you to go to their homes and to deliver the goods that they ordered to them. So because of that, it has made our income um, make some kind of stuff. We try to um, wash up the, the our customers and uh, also we record them and I tell them that they 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 so with the protocols that the, the president announced. I think um, everything is going to be okay, so they shouldn't get scared. It's exactly the midpoint, 30 minutes past the hour of 7. This is Springboard, your virtual university. So you hear the thoughts of Ruth, who is a metal fabricator. Esther, who's a chef, Ruth is in Takradi. Esther's a chef based here in, in, in Tema. Adibia is, runs a restaurant in Accra. Ampuma Minta is a painter in Accra. And then the last one is an electrician in Kumasi. When I come back from this break, I'm going to be asking Constance her thoughts about the different responses. And so Constance Wanika will join us. But let's go for a brief 
commercial break. If you just joined us, this is Springboard Your Virtual University brought to you by Legacy and Legacy Enjoy 99.7 FM. Our discussion for tonight is about COVID-19 and how it affects how it has affected artisans looking at different people in the chain and how they are responding differently to the challenges brought on by COVID-19. Please don't go away. When you don't have the Enterprise Advantage app, you're not in control. Boss. Yes, I could see. I'm at where they sell the coats. What size do you like? Ah, what coats? Coats, coats, office coats. Ah, I said get me a coat. Quotation from Enterprise. Ah, you pa. Oh, what coat? Save yourself from the stress. Take advantage of the Enterprise Advantage app. Make your claims, check statements, request for a coat, and buy a policy from any of our subsidiaries. What's more, you can also get health tips, traffic information, find mechanic shops, and more on your Enterprise Advantage app. Download the Enterprise Advantage app on Google Play and Apple Store now. Here is to 95 years of trust. Enterprise, your advantage. And Springboard is your virtual university. We're joined on the line by Constance Swanika, the CEO of Accents and Arts and the founder of the Design and Technology Institute. Constance, good evening. Hi, Albert. Good to see you, as always. Hello, Albert. Yes, good to have you on the show. Good how are you? Very well, by his grace. Let's start with the responses of the various artisans that we played back. Um, what, what were your thoughts on their varied responses to the disruption that we all are facing? Um, I think the thing is, um, it's how adaptable and how flexible you are um, during times like this. Um, and I think that's when um, pretty much you have to look around at what the new opportunities are and quickly adapt and plug yourself into what those opportunities are. Because once you're a fabricator, basically you're trained to be able to fabricate anything. Um, so for us at Accent and Art, um, we were lucky that when I quickly saw where the tide was going, um, the private sector were building a new isolation center um, at the Guy East Hospital. So we offered our services to to produce bedside cabinet that I knew that um, they would need. And so I did my own research, went online quickly, did one or two samples, and just basically plugged myself in and almost you know, bullied my way in. Um, and we did happen to get a contract. So that's when I saw that you know, in business, it's how quick you are, you know, to adapt to changing um, situations around you. As we speak, we're also looking at doing hospital beds and, you know, basically what sort of products will be required. And if you look at where the industry is going, I always say that you have to be, you have to read a lot. You have to, you know, be plugged in into what is happening around you um, and be very well informed. There are some industries that will not do well during times like this. But at the same time, the industries that are doing really well. So, for instance, the healthcare um, industry, food, um, if you're into deliveries and also. So, there, you need to be plugged in. You need to be able to see where the opportunities are and, and go in those. You have to find those opportunities and go in. Uh, listening to the responses of the various. Can you hear me, um, Constance? Yes. Great. So listening to the responses of the various people that we played back, and we, we have quite a, a number of them we have not even shared as yet, but mm-hmm. we got 
Ruth, who's a metal fabricator based in Takradi, her concerns were that mm-hmm. it's almost like nothing, absolutely nothing is happening. Then Esther, who's a chef, was saying that just the fear of infection is making mm-hmm. people say, listen, don't even come to my home, even if I need your services. Earlier on, we played the we played the the, the episode of um, our core presentation that looks at how to do business in this era, and we spoke about how to allay the fears. But the fears are still real, and the painter also mentioned that people just can't conceive the idea of you coming close to their homes. What would you say to people like that encountering a genuine fear? from their clients um for instance the gentleman who is doing food there are delivery services that you know you can partner with it doesn't necessarily mean that um you have to have close contact with your client so that means that that's where you have to start advertising your services online because everybody is online so online platform payments are on the rise you know so you need to be very adaptable you need to, I mean, this is the new normal and this is the way we'll be being, doing business for time to come. So, for instance, as I said, for instance, the gentleman who is a painter, there are other industries that will require paint services. There are manufacturing companies that are, are still operating. So you need, to, you need to find out which um, sectors are still operating and, and plug into where they would need your services. So that means that what you're used to is not what, you know, would be the, the trend. You need to be out there. You need to be networked. And I think that's, this is where your network would also come in strongly. You know, call people that ordinarily you wouldn't call. You need to find out what's going on. So it's very, very crucial that all those, you know, I know that, uh, for instance, with the virtual um, universities that you run, you give out a lot of tips. So go back to your test book, look at those things that, okay, you were told that ordinarily didn't come to play. A lot of these things are coming to bear now. Let's, let's go to the thoughts of Edubia, who, who shared, if I may call it so, a testimony. Because hers was about mm-hmm. responding differently, and she shared a four-pronged strategy. Um, and looking at each of them, I think that it, it speaks to the kind of thinking that we need at a time like this. The first point she made, um, Constance, for your, just for your response, is that she repositioned herself and said this is more about boosting your immune system and not just about food. So mm-hmm. she seems to have spoken to a need that was real in the lives of people. You said you looked at healthcare and looked at the isolation center. Adibia says mm-hmm. she repositioned her food and, and looked more about people's concern about their immune system. What would you say about um, the kind of understanding that is required to be able to thrive in a time like this? Um, I think for the entrepreneur as well, you know, resilience. Um, times like this really test you. Um, and the thing is, when you're shaking, it, it's... You know, your foundation should be so solid and your core should be so solid that you don't panic. You can't afford to panic because, you know, you have workers you're paying, you have bills you're paying. So the first thing that you do is take your notes and, you know, start strategizing and start putting together little, little things. And I liked what you said about um, 
the person who saw the gap, you know, um, knowledge. And I think that sometimes the clients need to be informed. So this is not the time to panic, but, you know, for instance, the program that uh, we're on right now is if you're listening in, great tips that we're all sharing. Um, so definitely find out what your other uh, peers are also doing. Uh, but this is the time where, you know, you shouldn't sit in your comfort zone, especially if you were you had a business that, you know, was kind of doing okay. This is not the time to, to be comfortable at all. Um, so this is just, like I said, also new doors are about to open, but sometimes you find that doors would open in places that you actually never even thought of. But that would only happen when you get out of your comfort zone and you start looking in areas that ordinarily you would never look. Constance, let me go to another point made by Adobe that I find very, very interesting. She says, pre-COVID, her value value chain or the supply chain had 80% of business coming to them and 20% being deliveries. She's saying that now it is 80% delivery and 20% coming to them. That is almost like literally shredding your business, as Kelly called it last time, shredding your business plan and rearranging the whole thing. What would you say to that? Exactly. Um, So you see how quickly she was able to adapt. You know, so for instance, if you had... um, Maybe you were running an Okada business. You know, nobody is really out there. So this is an opportunity where you can turn your Okada business into delivery services. You know, so that's what I'm saying, that flexibility, agility comes in. You have to quickly adapt. And I think um, businesses that are able to adapt very quickly are the ones who um, would be at the forefront. So it's all about adaptability and flexibility. And you need to be so quick that by the time you blink, you find that your competitors are actually at the forefront. So you really can't afford to sit down and be comfortable or be complacent at, you know, during times like this. Constance, let me take you on on two of the points that you made that I find very, very interesting. You're saying that this is not a time where you should keep to yourself, connect with people, make calls that you typically will not make. And then you let lose, you let fly a word that I found very interesting. You said you literally bulldoze your way and use the word bullied your way to get a job. What kind of skills does a person require in marketing in a very tough era like this? Um... <laughs> So, um, Albert, when I made that phone call to um, the isolation center, the first thing that they asked me, so have you done any orders for hospitals? And I said, well, no, but we're we're fabricators and basically we fabricate anything. So basically, I'm just looking for an opportunity for for our company to be able to, you know, share um, or show what we're capable of doing. Um, And I think that brazen nature. It's like, wow, she's so confident, you know. Um, so those sort of skill sets. And I walked in um, and I said, yes, we can do this. They came to visit the factory. Have you done anything like this before? I said, no, but this is what we do. Um, so they said, okay, well, do you have the measurements? I said, well, I can go on Google. I can do this. I, so I went on Google, found out the measurements, proto- did one or two prototypes, three prototypes, and they approved it and we got an order for 105 pieces, bedside cabinets. And that's when I realized that, wow, you know, 
um, before COVID, I would never have thought that, wow, there's an opportunity in the medical furniture area. So that's when I realized that, wow, you know, there's so many opportunities, but because we're so comfortable doing one thing, you just never think that. So for us, it's opened a whole new uh, manufacturing line for us. Very exciting time for us, actually, as a company. I'm sure that if you picked your 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 plan for 2020 that you probably had at uh, uh, on the 1st of January, there would have been probably no mention of hospital furniture and nothing about revenue from that area. Looking back now, four months into the COVID situation in Ghana, how would you describe the year 2020? <sighs> A year to remember. <laughs> Very interesting. Um, but you see, sometimes a lot of the times life would throw challenges at you, but it's how you adapt to those challenges. Um, those trials would come. And, and as I said, it's, you know, when it comes, it's not meant to knock you down, but it's only meant to strengthen you. And what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. And so for organizations as well, this is a time for you to, you know, revisit that strategy, something that you thought, oh, you know, I would want to do. Maybe this is the time for you to start looking carefully at, you know, those business plans and, and you know, just, it's okay. It's okay to fall, but don't stay down too long. You have to quickly get up. And, you know, for, for, for myself personally, as a business owner, I looked at my workers and I'm like, there's no way you're going to be laying off staff. What are they going to do? So this is where as a business leader, you have to, you know, look within yourself, those leadership qualities. Um, they're all looking up at you. You can't let the company down. So, of course, it was quite a lot of sleep there. But sometimes when we are truly uncomfortable, you know, that's where the, the discomfort leads you to the next step of your growth. So discomfort is also growth for me, I would personally say. Discomfort is growth, and those are the thoughts of Constance Wenning. Constance, it's always a joy to have you on the show, and thank you so much for making time to join us. You're most welcome, Albert. Right. So if you're listening tonight, this, those are the thoughts of Constance Wenning. She says, number one, don't panic. Is the most interesting one. Don't panic because it's so it's so it's so natural to panic at a time like this. She says, number two, revisit your notes, all the learnings that you've been f- filing in your book that you never got the chance to 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 look at. Comfort. I'll, I'll ask you which of these is your favorite. First, don't panic. Two, revisit your notes. Three, change your strategy. And so, like Adibia said, she she was doing eighty percent. It in and 20% delivery. She's now doing 80% delivery and 20% it in. That probably means changing everything your resources, your even personnel, training, everything. The fourth one, inform your clients. She says that sometimes the clients just need to be helped to know what is available and to understand what is happening. And information is a key. It's, it's key in this regard. Number five, present yourself with confidence. So you will go to places that maybe the people are there are better than you or, or you will find that you will go to places that you haven't done it before or you haven't done what they're asking you to do before. But your confidence in your presentation will stand you in good stead. Number six, respond quickly. Quickly. Those who are responding quickly are those who are thriving. Those who um, kept asking what happened 
are still asking. And you'll find that very strongly represented in episode three of the core program presentation that's out this week, Doing Business the New Normal Way. It starts with the story of Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. Look out for that presentation. You'll enjoy it. Tremendous. Number seven, networks. She says, make calls that you have not made before and that you don't normally make. Connect with people. Keep your network very well oiled. And number eight, she says, she says, scan the environment. Keep looking out for where opportunities are and they may be outside your regular area of interest. But that could also be where the breakthrough will come. She ended by saying, discomfort actually is opportunity. A big thank you to you, Constance Swanika. And let me tell you something. The project she mentioned, the isolation center was my adopted project for my birthday on Thursday. And so I want to say a big thank you to all of you who did so well donating to that center. It's just a joy to see the private sector lead an effort to build a multi-million dollar facility to save lives and to provide opportunity for a hundred people at a time to be cared for in a purpose-built, the first purpose-built infectious disease center in the country beautiful ultra modern just about to be opened and it's just a joy to see it done in record time so if you did not hear on thursday that we all came together to donate please write down the number star 718 star 25 star 219 hash let me see it slowly please 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 write it for me. Star 718, star 25, star 219 hash. And here's the deal. If every listener to the virtual university donated 10 Ghana CDs tonight, the center would have some more money because right after Accra, we are going to Kumasi, then we go to Tamale, then we go to Tadi. Imagine if we did this by ourselves without any donor funding, any support from anywhere, just ourselves as Ghanaians building this for ourselves. And the quality is as good as anything you will find anywhere in the world. And I'm sure we'll look at a documentary one of these days on that beautiful project. So it's star 718, star 25, star 219, hash. Just donate 10 Ghana CDs. It will do something. If you want to find our website, just go to Ghana covid19fund.com when you go there you can donate either by momo by visa or mastercard please make that donation for god for country and for your brother just do something today and we shall be very grateful a good evening to my brother senior hosi spearheading this effort in a remarkable way senior you are a good man senior hosi and your wife gloria celebrated a birthday on friday myself thursday herself friday that's what the lord can do right comfort eight ideas shared by constance swanica constance has a very very strong spirit <laughs> which of which of them caught your attention i i i believe the one about your strategy looking at your strategy is very key right um what happens there is that you are able to see whether you are in a position to meet your your client's needs and if you realize that you're not able to meet your clients needs you um have to adapt because if you don't you are in trouble and so the strategy is really key to me what i find interesting comfort is that you are talking to sometimes people from the same industry Mm -hmm. hit by the same crisis or the same pandemic 
and one talks about how they responded and one talks about how they are struggling what is the difference Kamput? coming from a position of faith i would say faith first and that faith helps you say okay things are bad so what do i throw off my hands as, as in my case do i throw off my hands and say there's no hope or do i say because of god i can i can make it and therefore see how i can make it and look at what response i give to 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 my clients response based on my my um, team members response based on what i deliver to the to the community what i deliver to the community is so key it's so it's so it's so needed it's, it makes it's what makes the community go i know that i can't throw my hands in the air i have to find a way so what do you say uh, faith without works is dead so so you, you can have the faith but your strategy must obviously speak to the situation yes so my my, my strategy will be based on my faith wow. always always it, it, they, don't, they don't they don't separate themselves the faith leads me or guides me or forces me to find a way to 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 to, to change what i'm doing in order to to meet the current um, um threat or the current um, um opportunity that the market presents so you're saying that the faith your faith gives you an outlook that does not give up and that tells you something can be done about the situation definitely all always. right all right always. so let me go for let me go for the game changer segment with jojo and then when i come back let's let's pick out a few lessons a few more lessons and then we'll be wrapping up for today this is springboard your virtual university brought to you by legacy and legacy enjoy 99.7 fm we are proudly sponsored by mtn mtn pulse just be the enterprise group enterprise your advantage umb bank umb speed up digi bank let's go and access pension trust your reliable partner in pensions our support also comes from the graphic business which is our print media partner let's go for the game changer segment when we come back let's wrap this up right here on your your virtual university as we talk about COVID 19 and its impact on artisans but i have a feeling that even people who are not um artisans are learning very critical lessons from the experiences that we've shared please don't go away hollywood is known for three things bright lights big names and bigger budgets the average Hollywood blockbuster costs a mind-blowing $100 million to produce and market. So what do you do when you're an aspiring filmmaker with no budget? This week, our game changer is bootstrapping. For the last three years, Nigeria's Ikorodu boys have been recreating Hollywood's biggest movies shot for shot with nothing but a camera and a wheelbarrow full of creativity. The brothers direct, act and shoot the videos in their neighborhood using homemade props and their everyday surroundings to replicate million-dollar sets. Their innovative work has won them many admirers, including Hollywood stars like Taraji P. Henson, Chris Hemsworth, and Dwayne Johnson. In fact, after a remake of the movie Extraction, its directors, the Russo brothers, invited the Ikorodu boys to attend the premiere of the sequel. The Ikorodu boys show us that creativity can't be confined by checkbooks. So how do we bootstrap our next big idea? Step one, ideate. Your mind is the ultimate resource. Step two, take stock. What do you already have that can help you get started? And step three, avoid outsourcing. 
do as much as you can by yourself. This quote from author Mokokoma Mokonoana gives us perspective. Having the least usually forces us to make the most of what we do have. This week, the dollar must not define our dreams. Let's get creative and bootstrap them into reality. This has been the Game Changer with Jojo Okren. Have a phenomenal week. <laughs> Jojo Okren, that's the man. He says creativity cannot be limited by checkbooks. Charlie, Charlie. <laughs> it's five minutes to the hour of eight o'clock. This is Springboard, your virtual university. We are looking at the impact of COVID-19. We've been looking at, we've been looking at the impact on artisans but i have a feeling that you've learned something very very interesting comfort what will be a one big takeaway um from the show tonight interestingly my one big takeaway comes from jojo's segment i mean the fact that they used um local props and creativity in a wheelbarrow so then um, we can't say that because we don't have funds we, we we can't find a way out of covid Let's look at what is what we have in our in our in our in our kitchen, what we have in our in our bedroom, even even in our bathrooms. We'll find something that we can use to market um, our, 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 our products and services to our clients. And and um, who knows, your client will be so well impressed that the person will say, "Okay, now I give you more." And that is the beginning of the door. So let's have our creativity in whatever we have, whether it is wheelbarrows or it is um, um, lorry tie. All right. So that brings us to the end of our virtual university for today. My own, my own takeout. I'm struggling between two things, and both of them were mentioned by Constance Swanika as well as by Edubia Aisi. Edubia seems to have brought. Um, COVID-19 under control. <laughs> <laughs> and so, if I say under control, I mean she's, she's managed to turn her business around as a result of, and I've, I've seen, I've been spotting um, um, Native Bar Restaurant on Facebook doing some very exciting stuff. But what I think has happened with Edubia is she's spoken the language of people's concerns by saying this is not just food, this is boosting of your immune system. So you're eating the food and you're saying, this is not food. I'm eating immune boosters. I think that redefinition of the product is for me the biggest takeout from this whole adventure. That the same thing that you do can be given a new identity and that could be the beginning of your business going to a whole new level. Let me remind you of my special appeal to you to support the Ghana COVID-19 Private Sector Fund. With the, with the in the project they are doing to build a hundred bed infectious disease center, donate ten cities or more today, and you can do that by dialing star seven one eight star two five star two one nine hash, and that will be the opportunity to donate. Also, you can go to the Ghana COVID-19 fund.com and you can donate either by a Momo or Visa or MasterCard from any part of the world. I want to say a big thank you to you for joining us tonight. Let me remind you that on the core program this week, we are looking at doing business the new normal way. Now, this is how you can participate in the core program. Just bookmark core.com 
mtn.com.gh. That website has been zero rated by MTN as providing quality educational material. And a big thank you to Solomon Adibo and the entire MTN team and our brother Noel for making this possible so that the people of Ghana, the young people of Ghana can learn unlimited. So go to core.com.gh, lock down that website and visit there weekly to download the videos of this training program. The good thing is that the videos come also with free workbooks that you can work with. If you have a question about the core program, this is your WhatsApp number that should also be stored on your phone. 055-153-5533. Visit our Facebook page core call program and share with us your thoughts about how these interesting programs are being beneficial to you. Let's cross over to beyond the lockdown as we look at the facts, science, strategy, and the politics of the increasing COVID-19 cases. My name is Albert Okran, and on behalf of Team Springboard, God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you. Good night. The situation in any country. It is the active case count that tells you whether you are going up or you are coming down. And in the past, so few weeks, specific question: Are we in the acceleration phase or the decline? Virtually, if you look, our situation has been more or less mortality has remained zero point five for the past two three months. Our rate of increase has virtually also been around the same point. So, in terms of the, the trends, mm-hmm. I would say that we are in. A phase that has not changed much. Which is acceleration or decline? More or less, if you look at... Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.